The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Like a bad habit, but better than you ever had it. We are the A Double Dudes, and you, the Brainiacs, are rocking with the Wednesday Night A Show. It's me, you, and these zoobs too. I am Mr. 50K, Josh C, and riding with me, my co-host, the man of a damn hundred likes, a lot when you really think about it, the zoobs. How we doing tonight, big brother? Back like a bad habit, better than you ever had it. Uh, I love that saying. I, just, I said that to myself uh, while I was driving the other day. I just said it out loud while I was driving. You ever do that? You're driving around and you just start, you just start, you're just talking to yourself, but not um, in sentences. You're just like yeah. saying random phrases out loud as if they were phrases and they're not. Uh, if we're having a great get, time. If we're going to get real on, uh, on long drives, this is maybe embarrassing to admit, on long drives, sometimes I'll just like interview myself by hour four. I'm just see, like I love, asking yeah. myself a question and answering it. That see that that's that's more. Come I, I don't feel like that's more normal than I what I'm doing, which is oh, like okay. making up. I'm almost doing the interview in my head and then just shout just almost like a Beastie Boys backing voice. guy. I'm just shouting out <laughs> the end of the sentences. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, don't you tell me to pod. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what you're up to. Well, I, I would like to be in that car with you uh, saying the one word sayings aloud. Zoom's glad to see you're Come doing on. as well as you're looking. Of course, wearing uh, a jersey representing our people. Uh, World Cup right around the corner. Maybe we'll do a special on the channel for that. I think that'd be a lot of fun because Matt actually knows a ton about soccer you and i are portuguese and matt knows a ton of course Come maddie on. do you want to say hello to the people dynamite matt prince running the show in the back tonight i know a lot about soccer yes he Come does on. that's the god's honest truth and you know, a guy who knows how to come in and make an impact when he's given the uh, the mic, right? Like oh. always absolutely seizes it so you can count on some really uh, important deep stuff there. Of course, a couple of weeks ago, people did get to experience Matt E. Double Dudes, which did get rave reviews, I think. So uh, uh, you're dead on correct. I think we've got some subs to thank in the chat. Do you want to say hey, hello to some Brainiacs? Oh get a lot going on in the chat. We're so... Peek behind the curtain. We're uh, we're talking. We haven't, we haven't done a Wednesday show all together. And jeez, sheesh, two weeks feels like a lifetime. Golly, you know what I mean? That sort of stuff. Uh, those sort of phrases. Three weeks. It's three weeks. We were in Toronto. We didn't. We we was Tuesday in Toronto, three weeks ago because we've all been Yikes. together on a Wednesday. Uh, feels real good, man. Uh, Isn't it nice so to be back here with the Brainiacs and you guys? On. It feels right. It feels natural. The week is anchored in the damn middle by me seeing these zoobs, Dynamite Matt, and my favorite names in the business of chatting. Of course, the Brainiacs who are here live with us the moment Dynamite ends every Wednesday. Here on the Friday of Wednesdays. Um, Don't say that. 
We start with uh, no clue what this is. That's a tier one sub 10 months. Then good friend Jake, they were subscribed for 15 months. Hey, my name is Will. 21 months. Will passes along. How about Tony Storm? You guys could not agree more. Ashton Kush, you're resubscribing with Prime. Oh my God, it's easy to subscribe with Prime. Uh, 17 months. Ashton Kutcher. Always on the you know cutting edge of tech and acting and television shows, uh, they know to be here with Prime for 17 months. That's almost a year and a half. Uh, the anonymous gifter gifted out too. We'd love to see that from the anonymous gifter. Uh, Big Mac 181. Speaking of Prime, they hit the year and a half mark. 18 it's months. Trillion McGinnis subscribing with Prime. That's nine months. That is three trimesters of subscription. And fruits are edible. Subscribing with Prime. 22 months. And fruits are edible passing along an agreement. It is indeed the Friday of Dynamite. I, I am cursed in my life that people love to say things that annoy me to me. They love it. No, as soon as I reveal that I'm annoyed by something, uh, it, it will yeah, follow me and, forever. And I'm sure the worst part of it is that I have no attachment to it. I, you know I what do. I mean? It, 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 you don't care. Not That's my how joke. I should be, Zeus. <laughs> right. Teach yeah. me your ways. Come on. How do I get 100 <laughs> likes? And how do I keep it so zen? thank goodness you ashton me. for uh gifting a channel and yeah fruits at 22 months my goodness and zooms you said it's easy to subscribe with prime and i gotta be honest with you despite pitching it uh, by the way thank for you for giving that to fightful gaming <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> where okay that way it's not me <laughs> stop that no. We gave them the option for the phone call? Yeah, if they give us you money. You did not. <laughs> That's the most powerful ring in sports entertainment. Maybe it won't be here forever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course, if you want to drive me up the wall, and boy, that ring does, you can head on down to our sound alerts. There are some great ones in there. There might even be something I enjoy. Love hearing Nick Gage off the top and uh, whatever else. Hope the Brainiacs are doing very, very well tonight. And, yeah, that Fightful Gaming uh gift is is truly hilarious uh matt people can hear you eating but guess what they're gonna have to pay to play if they want to know what you're eating um how can you tell that's right <laughs> i do just want to say zooms uh despite pitching uh amazon prime and prime subscriptions for all these years i must admit i had never done it myself uh on our channel it just for some reason i was like it had never done maybe that seems really obvious to some people but it hadn't actually seemed that obvious to me so i went and did it and god it's e it's even easier come on How, however easier we've been saying it is it, it, it's somehow even easier than that thank you the anonymous gifter again gifting styles clash a tier one sub what do you think of the styles clash as a finisher oops you, you're a big could fan? it actually could it actually be is it actually is it actually him you think it's aj styles could it be it could be it's these streamers man who, who knows they are banned. Um, you know they can't go on twitch so maybe they have to live true. vicariously through these right. noobs good point they can't they can't be on there what do i think of the styles flash it's one of those ones i'm conflicted on it um because i obviously it's a cool move but uh i'm, a, I'm i've become an old softy now i sort of get scared of any move where i'm like i hope this doesn't go wrong every time i see right you know what i mean there's always a flash of like hope it doesn't go wrong because you i've seen i've seen the yoshitatsu you see it once and you're like, I hope that doesn't happen every time I see this move for the rest of my life. Come on. And you can't yeah. unsee it. Ashton Kutcher gifting a sub to Tiffany Stratton as a ghost. Ashton being, being thank you, Flu, for, for all the gifts tonight. Flu just being a uh, direct deposit hit for, for Flu. We're tonight. about to beat our last record. Keep up the support. Our record for what? I don't even know. Let's beat that record. Give us some support. <laughs> oh, probably it's probably the last, probably the uh, hype train. 
probably haven't hit a hype train this high in uh, quite oh. some time. Probably since because you know the schedule. The probably it feels like a pay per view night. That's sort of what yeah. that's what they're telling us with the hype train. I think that is exactly what they're telling us um, about moves uh, being dangerous and looking dangerous and actually being dangerous. That's I, I love that logical inconsistency, and it's so right that you pointed out that people will be like. Oh, deathmatch wrestling, it's so dangerous. So this guy's an unsafe worker. Or, and then meanwhile, it's like, you know, AJ Styles is like broken three dudes' necks with that, right? Like, <laughs> it's, it, and I've, I've, listen, I've obviously never taken that bump or any bump at all, but I, I, under, I understand that it's, it's like a reverse. You're taught to tuck your chin basically instinctively. Yeah. And it's the one where it's like, you tuck your chin, you, you probably die. Yeah, uh, crunch it. You got to yeah. do this and you like, anyway. like this, and AJ will protect you. It's always good I've to train success. Off. Describing a broken neck, sort of the way you. I <laughs> 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 success. Thank you, thank you, chat. Thank you, everybody. If you're watching us on uh, YouTube, uh, where we dump all these now onto YouTube uh, or on Twitter, join us on Twitch. It's, it's the best chat. It's the way, the best way to interact with us. We obviously want you to watch on YouTube and Twitter as well. Why we put the link out, but uh, Twitch is the best way to watch this. If you're not familiar with Twitch um, and you're nervous about it, it's a ton of fun. Um, you get to have lots of fun, and it's a really direct way for us to sort of interact. Just a quick plug. Well, and I, I agree with Zoobs. To go even a step further, it's it's weird to me when I go look at the stats on YouTube and they're like eight to 12 people actually watched this live here. And now these are pitiful numbers. They're very embarrassing. It's humbling to admit that these are the true numbers. And then I'm thinking, wouldn't those seven or eight people, that would be a substantial jump into the Brainiacs live chat. It's like you're here. Come on over here. Twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. Do it up right if you're watching live. You're which is to say, day, on, you yeah. Know, but please, what are, what are you which is about? to say, you and I obviously are the we're the sword and shield, we're the heart and soul, we're the guts of this whole thing. But the the I think I I think I'm sure, and I I know I feel this from watching as well. And I, I, I like a good part of the fun of this show and channel is being in the chat live and, and hanging with the brainiacs. It's sort of like a huge part of uh, how much fun it is because we always we get good do takes. This show without it. We always bring the uh, the good takes from the chat into the show and steal them and pass them off as our own. So if you're listening to the podcast, you don't even get that. You don't even know which ones are actually our thoughts, uh, which uh, all of them are. So the nasty casties, of course, uh, a whole other a whole other bag of worms. Don't even want don't even want to bring it up. We don't have time to get into it. Yeah, let's just pretend I never even said the word casty and continue moving on. But of course, shout out to VOD Nation, our second favorites around these parts. Zoobs, I hope you and the Brainiacs and Maddie are doing well. But it's time to do what it is we do best around here and that is of course ask you these oops and the brainiacs in the chat what did you think of tonight's episode of aw dynamite on a scale of one to seven with one being the worst and seven being the best this was one of the in ring on paper highest promising dynamites if not in ever certainly in months in 2022 whatever you want to put on it but did it deliver zoobs you didn't spend the money of a pay-per-view on it but you did spend the time you know what i'm always saying about time zoobs you cannot get a single damn refund. There's lots of customer service people to talk to about your money, but there's nobody that'll sit you down and say, here, have some more time. Maddie, play that music. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on!
the numbers and the come ons flowing zoobs you know what that means it's time for me to attempt if you think i should machine gunning auctioneer style through all of the scores of the chat zoobs what do you say is this the week i take it off or do you think even though it looks difficult uh we, we persevere one more week it's a tough one on this on this call it's a tough one to call this week because uh back on wednesday so it almost feels like you sort of have to it's sort of like you're getting we're getting back into the rhythms we're clicking the conversation is going better than it ever has uh so i think to now i'm also sort of worried like is this going to wear you out after the on the other side of this are you going to be a different co-host right are you going to be uh tj dillashaw limping in here with one shoulder and, and you know nothing only i can do about it um which is to say i, I don't think you should then let's skip it this week who gives a fuck yeah. about what these people say who cares honest to god don't <laughs> you know the scores not the scores that is the question like uh, my pal bill shakespeare said no zooms of course we asked and we shall answer here i go on the merry-go-round but i appreciate the diversity of opinion from you these uh matt you can swing vote this one you want me to read the scores right matt i don't know maybe we'll take oh. a week off <laughs> Why did I read, the, read, the, read the score okay <laughs> hey my name is Will with the six and a half it's Meryl with the six and a half stick of with the six my gun gin and juice with the five and a half chase retro with the seven good friend jake with a six i track with the seven eight marker is so bad with seven hard note with six target speed w with a seven stone cold et with seven dester with the six danny derosha with a six area thrasher with a five no clue what this is with the six ever one with a five quarterback 1266 with a six actually coach with the six over one kabasha with the six temperature with the six e prime with a six capsule with the six astral beer with the six with banner huge with a five truly mcginnis with a six Fruits are edible with a seven. And happy to say, Josh, over on the YouTube page, travel by train with a seven. Look at that. You know, we should block that person. You know, after I made that whole thing about come, come on over to Twitch, they're going to give the score to just themselves over on YouTube. You know, unsubscribe. Terrible. That's what a terrible fucking job that is of helping our YouTube channel grow. Fuck sakes, Josh. That's Fuck Greg. Me. He just said it in the Twitch chat. It's the same guy. You don't you don't know that. This is like travel by train. It is. I know that's him. That's his band. And he said so in chat. But he also said so he did come to the Twitch chat. <laughs> Glad to know that we uh wield such influence. It's working. Mercy, mercy me. What we do you think? We just got a YouTuber things. over to Twitch. That's a pretty big deal. Um, I would say the average there is probably a probably hovers around a six. I think you have as many sevens as you have fives. Um, but it's a classic wrestling brain uh, scoring system. No one, no one will go below the five and a half floor. Um, there are some sevens. Not again. Not that I think there's people should go below the five floor tonight. I think it was a very strong show. Um, but traditionally, again, doesn't you know, I don't know how many times we've been had anybody vote below four. Maybe maybe like maybe two, three dynamites, maybe ever. Um, certainly not this one either. But yeah, a, a ton of sixes. It seems like I I would agree with that. To me, this seems like maybe the the quintessential paper six where um, you have a lot of stuff that is very good. Um, maybe doesn't ever hit the top gear. I don't know that I ever ever had the top gear uh, hit tonight. But uh, a very good show overall. So I I I, I line up pretty close uh, with the chat on this one. What about you? Yeah, I like that uh, QPS, a uh, paper six. Uh, it, 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 I, like I could, there are so many episodes that I feel like fit that exact descriptor. But I do think this episode maybe uh, appealed to me a bit more than you, Zoobs. I do actually agree with the the areas that sevens exist in. This didn't really inhabit for any period of time. 
but I, I thought that as an in-ring offering, this was above some of the other in-ring offering AWs that we've gotten recently that are probably scored a six. So yeah, I'd be in the six point two five, six and a half range on this one. Don't, I think that's I think that's bang on. Um, I think we're sort of I sort of operating on the principle is like I know a seven when I feel it, which basically means if I if I don't know, then it's not a seven. You know what I mean? Where like, yeah. You know, like, like uh, and and I think we're pretty generous with the sevens when we do give them out. I'm sort of I, basically like, oh, seven, yes. I, I just never got, just never had the like hair blowback moment. Um, but some really great stuff. That that is all to say. It feels like sort of a negative take on what was like a a very like boy oh boy trying to always do the like remind myself of the like wow we just got we just got two hours of like hard hitting good wrestling championship match like not a lot to complain about um some important players on the show interacting with other important people storyline development good promo like eddie kingston was on for god's sakes thankfully uh wasn't the best use of eddie kingston yeah it was uh, not pleased with it we'll get into it but uh yeah overall uh listen it's a great show um and you know some sprinklings of some sevens right it was sort of like the Hmm. A big enough stuff happened that you're like, ooh, that we that we were headphones off for the last five minutes here, which is sort of like a good sign of like we sort of are starting to expect like, okay, I got to really lock in. If Okada would have been here, it's a seven. <laughs> I remember Okada showed up and people didn't give it as, remember that night? People were of like, course. ah, the show didn't really hit it for me. It was like, yeah. <laughs> did you see Okada at the end? Okada's the music the played. He came out was like, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, um, Okada. Great JR call. <laughs> No one better than this guy, I think is what he says uh, in that moment. Uh, the horrible music of AW Dynamite plays us in a pretty, somebody can look that up. I'm pretty sure that is what he says. Nobody better than this guy. I'm, I need I need somebody to look it up and find it for us and send it to us. Yes. Yeah, that would be great if, if uh, somebody could. Yeah, stop tuning into this. Go watch a YouTube video, but then come back. And <laughs> well, you can, you, you even, yeah. Yeah. Download yeah. more apps uh, and give us your location data. That's, yeah, all, I, all I want is the location data. I don't care what channel you watch on. The horrible music of Dynamite is quickly interrupted, as it so often is, with Chris Jericho's theme song. Judas plays us in for a full Jericho Appreciation Society entrance. And wow, there, there's a lot of members of this. I really realize yeah. it's like, oh, when everybody's here, because some weeks you don't get Hager. Garcia is now staunchly rejoined in. You have Guevara and Tay, and then sort of the core members 2.0, Anna J, Jericho. Um, and yeah, I was just like, wow, this is still a pretty big time entrance. You could open any episode of Dynamite with this crew, and it's going to look pretty legitimate to be a good show opener. Uh, they're here, represented in ring by Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia, a fun team, to take on Blackpool Combat Club's offering, Claudio Castagnoli. And Wheeler Yuta. And I want to do a Zoobs check-in if we can. A guy a guy who likes Claudio Cast... I, I always consider myself a big Claudio fan and a, a guy who would like to see him push. But I think Zoobs is one of the only people I've ever met who maybe even likes him more than me. Uh, I'd like to get the pulse check, Zoobs. Where does Claudio wrestling on television in an opener do for you? And in general, his place in AEW, how do you feel about it? I think it's important. We've talked a lot about the opening match on this show and how important it can be to set the tone I think he is a guy that does fit that. If you wanted to start making it similar to what you did with Adam Cole, similar to what you did with Danielson, like I wouldn't hate starting to have that opening thing and be like a Claudio feats of strength sort of showcase of like, you're putting him in against people, guys, people know, and he's swinging them around and getting the riled up and, you know, uppercutting them to death. And I think that could be a really good use for him right now in this company. If you want to sort of continue to differentiate yourself 
and identify yourself to hardcore fans as they have in the last month as sort of the in-ring show. We're sort of the like right now as everything unfolds, once we get that corralled, the show was anchored at the front and the back by really good in-ring matches. I think he's a guy that could really could be their, their weekend week in uh, workhorse. Um, so I'm really into it. I thought he was showcased great here. I think um, Garcia is a great fit for him. Uh, uh, Jericho every week come in here and say he's, he's revitalized his career and yada, yada, yada. And all he does is uh, ele- elevate everybody. He's around all of a sudden is sort of like, he's working great with everybody. So, um yeah i think this is a slot for him that i I was like "Ooh, i'm intrigued by that as him as the opening guy and uh yeah irish matt calling it if he just smashed through the this entire um you know uh faction one by one was like fuck this bcc drama i'm taking these guys down myself i think you sort maybe building to a rematch with jericho or whatever it may be i think there's uh i'd check that out week to weekend and weekend that'd be a fun thing similar with what they did with uh with danielson Agreed. And and that would, again, sort of put the focus on Claudio in playing up to his strengths, giving him in-ring moments to shine. Uh, I have a dream for this man, Claudio Castagnoli. I have a dream for him. And it is that on the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which is December 10th, I forget, is it Final Battle? I forget which uh, pay-per-view Yeah, is. I think it is Final Battle. Big day. I think I think they're. I think it's in the middle of the day, right? Because isn't there USC that night? Yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, it would be a great. That's gonna be a great Saturday for. We might that's even do something on the channel. That's a, that's, that's a fun day. Pretty decent. Not gonna lie to you, folks. That's pretty decent to me and you. But uh, I've got a dream for Claudio on that pay per view, and I want to check in with you who loves him. I want him to face the machine, Brian Cage, at the next uh, Ring of Honor pay per view. And get like 20 minutes. Brian Cage versus Claudio Castagnoli. I would prefer to have him in. Hell, I'd rather have him fight like Joe. I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to have like a title match. I don't know that I. I don't know that I. Again, you sort of you're you're pulling me at both sides here. I I don't really. It's not a huge teeth sink for me to be like he, he's got a Brian Cage pay per view match. Sorry, Will, with a great thing to point out here. Did Zooms just correct Josh on a Ring of Honor pay-per-view? That did just happen. <laughs> that, hey, hey a... let me ask you this. The the two Tony Khan Ring of Honor pay-per-views, who's been running the Twitter account for us? You. And you've been to more live Ring of Honor than me. I think I, I've never been to a Ring of Honor show, I don't think. And you've been Look to multiple, this. I think. Th- maybe there's three. levels, there's levels to this show people don't I think I think don't appreciate, you know. You know, I get it. <laughs> I, I I thought they should have called you know you know when they Tony Khan bought it, I said they should have called the damn place Zoobs of Honor. Yeah, which it's right it's right up there. He said he didn't want to have to change all the branding on the on the ring mats. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. Makes sense. Expensive. Uh love what the they were doing in this match with Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, making it clear that this was his trainer, uh, that their double team offense was weirdly in place. I liked their double team moves, and I sort of found myself liking the big guy, small guy dynamic of the tag team of Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, but ultimately was much more into this match while Claudio was in it, which luckily for me was like 80% of this match. I, I, I might need to go back and rewatch it, but I felt like during my note-taking, it's all Claudio. He's in this match for a huge amount of it, exits, and then is the hot tag, does the, the Claudio moment everybody loves where he runs around the ring and beats up everybody and stops the people on the ground. Uh, but I had an absolute blast watching this match. That was a very hot open uh, for AW Dynamite. And it bears no repeating that Jericho is just everything that people say he is right now. An absolute highlight of this match at uh, 104 years old. <laughs> yeah. Can I pick one nit? Yeah, I pick yeah. One nit. 
Um, I know he's not actually that old, Zeus. Come on. I, I, know, I was joking. No, I wouldn't. Um, BCC has sort of... I, I, I don't mind the shared moveset thing that BCC is doing, where everyone does the trap elbow, people are doing the... I just... Claudio is such a good wrestler. He's such a good, good, good wrestler. And part of what makes him a really good wrestler is that he is like safe generally. He just like a, he's like a, he takes care of his guys. The the arm trap elbow just doesn't work for him. It just it, sure. it, it's, it's not very like a vicious he, guy. He's very clearly it's like oh he's arm pitting that guy on the shoulder. It's like it, it's Brian and uh, Mox both work a style where that looks like it's destroying the dude. And him and Wheeler it just doesn't look that way. It just sort of doesn't. I don't know. And he's a great striker. Listen, total package. I absolutely love him. I just sort of like that one particular, because they all do it, it's very easy to look at how they all do it and be like, looks radical here, looks pillow soft when uh, when Claudio does. Because listen, he'd kill, he'd fucking destroy the guy. If he, it's one of those, it's one of those, it's one of those suspensive disbeliefs in wrestling, the ground striking. It's like, man, if he got unprotected elbows across, he would be just, murdering this dude you know like the guy his size and his strength that would end, well, why would the match go beyond that so i <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah, his just, finisher one why would it be? Six yeah. Elbow. but yeah it's listen it's it's a small knit it doesn't uh doesn't lower my score of the match or anything at all i just sort of like i when i see it i'm just like ah i don't know that he needs to add that one i but i, I do again appreciate the shared moveset thing Certainly relative to Brian Danielson, who we learned tonight is not afraid to hit somebody extremely hard for an entire match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 that jump didn't jump out to me in this match, but that makes sense to me, and I'll keep an eye out for it next time that uh, I see Claudio wrestling. I see a lot of praise for Wheeler Yuta, uh, Jay's Retro, and good friend Jake, both saying that they, they see a lot in him. Uh, I'm, having the, I'm having the opposite experience with him. I'm having a spotlight melt in the ice cube situation here for me and Wheeler. I'm going to ask you for this. I'm going I'm to ask you, say this now, and then if, you, if it comes up later or not, that's up to sort of the flow of the show. Uh, his, like, bumping into Brian Danielson later on, uh, I was like, ooh, I might, I, might, I might be starting to itch for a Josh impression of Wheeler Yuta getting upset. Not, not saying you had to do it, but, like, you don't have to do it today or ever, but, like, I feel like there's a, there's a, there's a day where you can write down exactly what he says when he's upset, and we'll buy who the better uh, I'm really mad about this guy is. Wow, this is this is uh, really something to chew on, and I promise I can't. Deliver. In line, in line with you reading the sides and me reading the sides of QT Marshall promos, I think I think <laughs> he might be right for like I'm really mad to bump into you backstage right now, and I'm glad that you feel this. Okay, you're we're, you're in trouble now, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we'll we'll get there. Um, be, uh, Regal on commentary even at the end of this match after the win puts over that there's work to be done in BCC and he knows that there are sort of brewing troubles I, I think it's sort of interesting to be bringing this up well Moxley is champion it's like mm -hmm. yeah BCC's in trouble it's like well you've, you've got the world champ but I still interesting uh, seeds to plant now I suspect this is just on the Canadian broadcast so I apologize for everybody not watching here but I thought this was a little cruel uh, during this match when they go to picture in picture I'm not joking. There's a commercial for something called the Dodge All Out Clear Out event. Uh, for Dodge trucks, the I'm not the All Out Clear Out on commercial during Dynamite. Why not? A little, a little on the nose, no? That's just good marketing or marketing. I don't know if it's good. It's just marketing. Somebody's so job was to somebody put that in a deck. So good for them. As somebody who makes decks and writes emails. You gotta, you gotta, you eventually you have to present the deck, and whatever you put on, you know, you give them ideas and you have a certain amount of days. I don't even, you know, <laughs> it's not a real I, job. I do it, so gotcha. 
<laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Uh, after this match, we do go backstage and we get more Renee Paquette. Who are, they, boy, they whatever they're paying her, they're getting every dollar out of her. Uh, former of their, co-worker yeah. of the Zoobs all over this show tonight. And, and last week, I feel like maybe not this much, but still in heavy usage, uh, which I'm happy to see. Running Brian the Root Tree, or some like a like a wide receiver. They got to run all over the all over the building, left, right, curls, flies. She's all over the place. Definitely something getting getting in there ten thousand steps. And Brian goes backstage, and he's frustrated. He's going to take out this frustration on Sammy Guevara tonight, but he's frustrated with himself losing. He's frustrated with Wheeler talking back. But then. Wheeler and Claudio come back, and you know me, Zoobs. Oh, I love, I love when the the stadium is a universe. When the walk in and the interacting, I love this stuff. It's what I think that the wrestling should steal from the Attitude Era. As Renee is there with Brian, Claudio and Wheeler are walking back from their match, and Wheeler's like he's pissed off at Brian, or at least like he's pretending to be, and he's saying that, oh yeah, you you're gonna keep praising Daniel Garcia. You think I'm not? Uh, fit to fill his shoes i can't be like brian danielson hey i don't know if you saw this we just beat him and he's getting all ramped up and brian's getting all wrapped up and then claudio who, who frankly is very believable as these guys father just like <laughs> separates them with his arms and is like no we will talk about this later like actual faction mates uh he plays peacemaker in two from two you go back to 2006 and you would never believe Brian Danielson would be the best promo in a three-man segment. You would just never. <laughs> it's one of those things you'd be like, no, he isn't. There's no way you're telling the truth. You'd be like, he is. We're in 2022 and he is. And I thought that was the case here. I thought both Claudio and Wheeler, a little stiff in their deliveries here. And this is something, an uh, interesting story. Like, I'm into the dynamics at play here. But I feel like Wheeler and Claudio aren't exactly the the deftest performers of this material. Am I, am I being too picky here, Soups? Maybe a little bit. Um, I think uh, I think if you're going to give me these guys doing promos, Wheeler, I'd rather have them sort of out of breath, sweaty, coming out of a match um, than I, I would. And like he, especially especially Claudio, I think sort of heated up, like just sort of like versus like ex excluding him to be like he's in a crisp, clean suit and he's talking really confidently. I, I think that's just a better fit of his uh, energy. I think it makes a little more sense for him to be. Um, so I, th I thought I thought he was better than than Wheeler, but the yeah I got the like I need to hear the Josh impression vibes from the I'm very upset Wheeler Yuta, and I'm, I want to love Wheeler Yuta. He's hanging out with a bunch of my favorite wrestlers and is a, a young guy who wrestles in the style that I prefer. And I I don't think there's any problem with his in ring really. I, I think it's it's quite good. I just don't yeah. I want to get there. Oh, I, as I as I see myself here, uh, shout out to Tony Depp and anybody see his day on Twitter? Can't say I did. I'm buried by Seth Rogen today. You saw that, Maddie? Yeah, he got the whole, like, he says something rude about somebody, <clears throat> and then the response is just a picture of them, which is really tough to come back from. It's a brutal, a brutal smackdown on behalf of Seth Rogen. Just... So Tony Deppin quote tweets the news that Seth Rogen's sausage party is being made into a TV series. He goes, no one wanted this. And Seth Rogen just replies to him with a picture of Tony Deppin. <laughs> and it, I was like, wow, this is a very, very novel direction to me. Yeah, that, that sounds like a like Vancouver Twitter, Twitter must have been going crazy over that. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, it hundred percent was the, the siren. Was the Seth Rogen siren was uh, See, was blaring. here in <laughs> Ontario. Twitter we had Keanu Reeves and uh, Matthew Perry. That was sort of the Ontario. Oh, I should have clicked on an article there. I was actually a little interested. Was it literally yeah. just him saying Keanu Reeves is alive yeah. and Rivers <laughs> Phoenix is dead? Like that was. 
Matthew Perry's from Ottawa, so you you know these people. So you support um, him? No, I do not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, not, you're, not you're on Ottawa. You're on Team Keanu. That's Eastern Ontario. That's none of my business. <laughs> Only the Rage is where those dudes will fly the flag for. And now, after this argument suits, we get what I'll describe, and maybe if you can describe it better, please do. There's a highlight clip of big moments of the elite informing AEW, the initial press conference, the hoisting of the trios titles, but they do like a fading away, burning away graphic over these moments. To me, I read this as a tease that the elite are coming back, uh, even though I suppose all it's really saying is the leader being removed. I read it as the exact opposite as the information presented. I'm eager to look again at this and see if there was anything I missed in it. Maybe you caught something, but what, what did you think of this? Pretty clear we are firing these guys. They're never going to see them again. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, hope, you hope, I, hope you liked it because fuck them. They're gone. <laughs> it's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. Yeah. We're, weirdly that, enough, gone. and this is something that people who have ever had to fire somebody, it's a really tough. Uh, the it's hardest part of firing someone is creating the vignette of a picture of them <laughs> yes. disappearing. It's it's really That's brutal. why it's taken a month. It's exactly. Good friend Jake with a great one here saying, I hope there's some QR codes that tell me to watch the next episode of TV. That'd be something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it, it just it just feels – I feel happy to sort of like, all right, finally, can we fucking – can we get something? Like, can we get something? With, even, if, even if it's not yeah. the result that I want, even if it's not the ideal, can we get like – an explanation i sort of had felt i've started to shift my um not anger but sort of the way that this whole situation is making me feel towards like at least tell us something yeah you know i mean like i don't know not hasn't left the best taste in my mouth that you can if there was this was any other sort of i know it, i know it's pro wrestling so things don't happen the way they do normally in other places but like you, if there's any other situation, you would even say like, we can't, folks, there's, you know, we can't touch on this. There's an ongoing investigation or there's an ongoing this or that, or people have been suspended or you just, they just came out and said, uh, we stripped the titles, didn't say who from or what's going on and like haven't addressed it and haven't talked about it. And sort of like, I'm just happy to get anything out of this, basically just sort of like, let's get, let's get anybody involved back in, in saying things and doing stuff and being involved because i'm i'm sick of it hanging up and feeling like we're paused there yes. like part of the show is stuck there um and we're just not talking about it and it's sort of like festering i think it's good it feels good to just be like let's let's get going here you can't stay stuck like that let it affect you that much so i must apologize to the zoobs for such a lame statement coming up here and i'm going to speak directly to the brainiacs uh and this is a very uh corny thing to say but, but wrestling literally means this much to me. This is how much I enjoy uh, pro wrestling. Is that when I think of this situation that Zoom so eloquently laid out, it feels exactly like unresolved issues between friends to me. Yeah. Uh, it feels like between AEW and I, there's this tension. And, and we're yet to actually just go to the table and be like, hey man, I'm pissed at you for this. And, and you're mad at me for this. And can we just like shake hands and then hug and and get this get this onto the table and out of the way? Like I still don't feel like we're at all past the brawl out fallout, and largely that is because of this. Hangman's been on TV and and has has mentioned it sort of in you know the vague terms, but has not said you know this happened, and it, it's very strange. 
And it just, I'm very ready to put it behind me. Like they've been putting forward good episodes of TV that I can't rate lower than, than a five. But my enthusiasm for the, the upstart, where will they go, upward momentum company feels partially extinguished. And we, AEW and I, have to have this conversation before we can move on. And I'm sorry, I know how lame this sounds as, I, as I'm saying it, but it really just is the only analogy I can find to speak about how happy I am with like just this stupid little fiery dumbass promo they played. Man, did you ever fucking nail it there? Wow. Oh, wow. That, you fucking nailed it. Like, that's exactly how it feels. I, you did too. I've, I sort of like... You got me thinking about it. I didn't quite nail it down in the way you did with the direct comparison. I think that's exactly how it feels. It's like, we're, I like you and you like me and we're friends. Like, come on. Like, let's part. I don't want to be fun. mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I think anybody who watches this channel knows that I, and I think you as well, it, it, it's CM Punk that is the, the golden pony that we would like back most. But even if it just is all of the elite and that's what AEW is going to be, let's get them back. Let's address it. And let's move on. Let us come back and fucking boo them then, right? You know what I mean? Like, if, if we're going to be the CM Punk guys, what? And, and I will say this before we move on from this. Um, something that I felt at the very end of this show, and I want to, it doesn't really fit in the context of that. Um, just in general, how impressed I actually have been with the AEW crowds. Mm -hmm. Nobody has chanted CM Punk. Nobody has chanted We Want the Elite. Nobody yes. has chanted Young Bucks. Nobody has chanted Kenny Omega. That's that's crazy for a wrestling crowd. That's crazy. This that is very unlikely. This fucking insane thing happened a month and a half ago, and the show is like, we're not going to talk about it. Everyone in the crowd's like, okay. That's <laughs> wild. That's wild. Imagine, like, CM Punk chants were prevalent in New York. Months. He, he leaves it months. I mean, like, yeah. anyone yeah. can. AJ Lee's career was changed by him leaving. She couldn't come out without it. And then anyone tangentially related to Punk for it felt like forever. Even Roman Reigns, when they hated him, was a listening CM Punk chant. So this is 2016, I guess? It's crazy. Yeah. Like, imagine, you know, when I draw a drip, like, imagine, like, the Hangman Page involvement in another time in wrestling and him not dealing with any of this like, is a little bit, a little bit weird, but people haven't chanted for anybody involved. No, It's wild. And and I think, I think a credit to the exact feeling that we all have that you put an absolute um, finger on is like, we do want this resolved. And even, even again, we're two very big CM Punk guys who were huge apologists and including up to the, the recording of our podcast after the um, press conference, we were like, giving him insane amounts of benefit of the doubt and want him on this show more than anybody. Come out and say he's fired then. Shoot, just do it. Tear, I can't. The, tear the mandate off. Let's move on, right? If, if you're telling us, hey, we, we he came in and, and it blew up on our faces because he's who he is and we are, are who we are. There we go. Thank it, you. Here's my promise to the Brainiacs. No, wherever CM Punk signs, so that includes New York. I you got a brand new show on this channel. A on that very, very perverted part of my brain is like, wouldn't it be great? Josh has got the SmackDown. <laughs> it, I, I'm telling you, if they start, if somehow CM Punk comes back to New York, I will watch all three hours of Raw and I will report on what the fuck's going on over there. For for a, a 30 second vignette, CM Punk spitting in a bucket and having to say things like. Oh, Triple H, let's let's put the past behind us. You always were the bigger and better man. <laughs> I just couldn't beat you, and that frustrated me because you were better. I can't I can't even tell you how <laughs> a heartbreaking, I think, to you part of my brain 
amount want was like would really really get a huge amount of satisfaction the channel might just shut down also that's was, that's also in play it'd be too funny it, there's so many emotions have gone in it'd be one of those things the way that i deal with certain things but like it would be so traumatic that all i could do is like laugh hysterically about how funny it is right sort of like the, the this trauma life. is only triggering my self-defense of finding it funny it's the only thing i can do to get through this <laughs> uh like a great man once said taking this is like take everything in stride, in stride. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great a great man of 100 likes quote uh now we go backstage and the jas are there and so wrote in the it. chat saying love yeah. and energy and mocks love and, and energy and mocks there it is 19 months thank you alex Thank you, Alex. Of course. Maddie Mac just saying, Alex. Of course, Maddie Mac, the damn axe of the network, one of the two mods we got in there with good friend Jake, keeping this a transphobia, racism, and hopophobia free space. Thank you to both of them for uh, always doing such a fine job. And I got to say, the <laughs> YouTube chat also popping up. Angus McLeod saying, actually, not that bad over here. Alex saying, I feel Mr. I feel attacked by Mr. 50K. Uh, Zoobs looks even taller on Facebook. What's up, Wrestling Brain Nation from Deshaun? What's up, Sean? uh it's a party in here it's a oh josh you're so bad at this you don't know what you're doing <laughs> oh, am i petard i hate being voiced on it um <laughs> <laughs> right if that's petard. not another zoom tweet i mean that you, you just saw it happen live that's oh fantastic stuff out of the bat of 100 likes uh, irish macro is set for the working man i got a uh perrier with pineapple and mango uh fruit juice in it so here's to you Irishman. <laughs> oh my goodness all i had to do was say i hated it i knew those trees would plant yeah too good too good i was not expecting this match in this uh spot here as we get oh wait i didn't even talk about the js thing audio issues all over this segment it's like we're in the first three months of aw again uh I imagine, I don't know if I'm overreacting or if everybody feels this way, but whatever, you know, those WWE psychos online who are like, mm, AEW, it's a, it's a second rate junk. They are not right, except in this way. This stuff just doesn't <laughs> happen in other, like, yeah. it's inexcusable for AEW. This promo, they literally had to come out of it. And I, I think it was Excalibur. I can't remember who, but somebody had to be like, well, yeah, lots of audio issues there. But uh, yeah, JS, uh, we got a Jericho open challenge next week. So, the all the js saying there was sammy plugging his match we could barely hear it and jericho setting up a open challenge for next week against a former ring of honor challenger can't do this stuff yeah tough uh can, can't relate our audio is always crispy clean thanks to matt so yeah, well that yeah maddie keeps us uh the train rolling mr dynamite maddie pie on the ones and twos Like he was like, he's like, that's not anybody want to champion. He's like, and I'll see you next week, Claudio, or I'll see you soon, Claudio. So maybe he's just like setting up something for the future, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who do you, do we have a, do you have an inkling? Do you think it's going to be Claudio? It's a lot of options now. No, I'd be surprised if it's Claudio just because like you've got, you've got Taven running around now, Jay Lethal. Who's, I looked through, I looked through a list the other day. There's actually way more. You, you know, if they bring in Loki, and I don't want to hear it, I know none of you like Loki. I know, uh, I don't care. 
I want him and Austin Aries having matches with Chris <laughs> Jericho. Uh, I know you guys hate these guys. I don't like them either as people. I would certainly not hang out with them. Uh, I think it would be very compelling to see both those guys wrestle Chris Jericho. I, oh, I Kev Sell saying Christopher Daniels. That's interesting. Oh, uh, Area Thrasher, if, if Nigel McGuinness can wrestle, there might not be a guy on earth that would get out of bed more for a Nigel McGuinness match. If it was on Rampage, I'd do a live show after that. I, if you go into my Patreon, patreon.com slash J0SHC, the very first episode on there, the 10 guys I associate the most with 10 belts, you might be surprised to associate with the Ring of Honor belt more than anybody else. Check a lot of that out. A lot, a, lot, a lot of potential live shows floating in the air tonight. I got no life. <laughs> the third one. It's the third event we wind up a live show for. <laughs> Very good. Uh, anybody else got a, a guess here? Um, Boy, I do love the idea that Chris Jericho has this like list he wants to get out of before he finishes his career and low key is on <laughs> I got to maybe get fucking attacked by a psychopath. <laughs> Come on, man. Jericho goes shooter mode. The guy Goodness who steps Christian. to Goldberg, the guy who steps to Lesnar, he's Claps in the around. ring with the guy who wants to, like, get real. Let's get real. Uh, God help me if it's Matt Taven. The Matt, this Matt Taven, we'll get this Matt Taven, like, Bennett shit. Just... Dolph, I mean, that they, they, they honestly... We're taking on water here. <laughs> Good shit, for... ROH. <laughs> I want to... I want to go on the record here. I've talked a lot of shit about the Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt backstage vignettes. I, they at least have Satnam Singh standing around. There's right. something compared to my interest in Matt Taven and the kingdom. Uh, I, I'm telling you, it couldn't be lower. You could put QT Marshall on TV. You can put Kip Sabian with the dumb box on his head. I, I, I couldn't, cannot think of uh, what, what the, the smart mark in Tony Meese. I can't think of an act I'm less interested in than the kingdom. Tough. It's tough. James Gibson's a steak of buns. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> the, the, I, steak of buns is either joking or was like, hmm, who's an answer? Who's an answer no one else is going to say? Look at the list. James Gibson sucks. They got that belt off of them in like a month. <laughs> and that's what they were running monthly pay-per-views. I don't even know. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Just thinking outside the box. Hey, I, I appreciate that. I, I tell you, if, would people even know James Gibson if he walked out? I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. I think I'd be in the, the absolute minority. And anyone who did recognize him would be like, he sucks. <laughs> Bad <laughs> <Classy>. combo. <laughs> the, the, that's the merch match, like, classic thing that happens. <laughs> Either I don't know what that is, or I do know what it is, and it sucks. Yeah, I don't think Silas Young was ever the world champ, Maddie Mac, but I could be wrong on that. But I don't think so. TV, like a long-running TV champ. Swerve in our glory versus FTR. If you can believe it, we've got two ranked tag teams wrestling one another in a two v two match on the television program. AW Dynamite to me, Zoobs. This felt gigantic. How about uh, it? How about it is right, brother. The guns are at ringside. And the first portion of this match is really FTR versus Keith Lee. Uh, we always talk about this singles run of a heel Keith Lee end boss sort of situation. But in a tag way, you're getting that here with the opening of sort of a two-on-one match here. Boy, I really was responding to what Keith Lee was up to in the beginning of this match. Beginning, middle, and then we'll talk about the end and the results. Zeus, were you into this match? Absolutely. I think you uh, lit the spark inside my head and then it perfectly played out this week of like the 
what this tag team should be when they get back on top is the like it takes all of your gas to take down Keith Lee. It takes you you go absolute empty to eat. both guys focus the whole time to even chip away at Keith Lee, and then you have like a fully fine swerve to come in and be like a sniper and pick you off and be like I really am starting to really vibe with this team. That power bomb, that power bomb, holy fuck. Wow, the combo where he just he picks one, throws him to Swerve, who sits him out. So good, um, man. Exactly what what I my my highest hopes for Keith Lee. It's like it's happening in front of my eyes. Both these guys. It's like we're getting into it. And I think the chat is with me, riding on this. You're starting to get to like, man, Swerve could be a champion. Like Swerve could be the top guy in this. Like like you're just like every week they're together. The, the ceiling gets a little bit higher for them as a team for me. I I would be strapping them back up real quick. I, I mean, I'm just blown away by these guys. One of my favorite tag teams on the planet. The FTR as well, of course, also in that uh, combination. This is going to sound. And I will say, Please. Gun Club starting to get starting to get some of that uh, acclaimed sort of like you start hanging around and you start getting involved with teams that are better than you and and doing some funny stuff and some some henchman stuff sort of that that 2.0 thing. Like they're not afraid to fight. They're just sort of like they're going about it in a in a in a dickball way. I'm starting to, they're starting to get the rub for me. The, the the gun club FTR thing, I'm starting to get a little juice. I'm starting to get a little taste. Yeah, there's sort of a heel acclaimed, I feel like. Maybe a slightly lower <laughs> ultimate ceiling, but uh, I totally agree. Okay, <laughs> that is such a good one. I forgot about that one. That's an excellent sound alert. Um, this is gonna sound extreme, but Zoobs, stay with me. And, and Brainiac, stay with me. Uh, the Zoobs, of course, because this is the two brain synergy, and this is why we are the Sword and Shield. He said the magic word. He said powerbomb. Uh, that's the magic word that I want on everybody's tip, because I, I have a, something I've written down here. I think of the four competitors in this match tonight, three of them all have three of the best powerbombs in pro wrestling history. I think that Dax, Swerve Strickland, and I'm counting Keith Lee's spirit bomb as a sit-out lift power bomb, are better than Wardlow, Batista, or Kevin Nash's power bombs. This was just in this uh, one match. Uh, I, I think these three are all, they know what power bombs need to look like. Keith Lee puts the stank on it, man. Sit down, plant these dudes. Dax with the rebound is like a, it's one of the best spots in the company for my money. And then I thought Swerve's might have been the best of all three, even though I don't even associate him with it, with the uh, assist one. Awesome stuff. I do sort of love the laissez-faire attitude of the jackknife, though. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> The Kevin Nash, like, I'm gonna do this much work, the rest is up to you. Like, huh? yeah, we got I got you up here, and you're gonna get you down. <laughs> I agree. He's I, I don't just walking away. I've only really liked one Wardlow one, and it was the one on Sting, or that probably that was Brian Cage. Never, never even mind. Yeah, um, Wardlow doesn't like to lay him in. Yeah, so I'm I, I, I think I'll give you the and Batista was the other one. Yeah, who doesn't love the Batista ball? Yeah. There's a guy. There's a guy. If you were a jobber, he was. He wasn't afraid to lay it in. That initial Batista monster push, like I'm surprised no one got knocked unconscious from those power from those Batista bombs. Boom! Gnarly stuff. Uh, thought this match was flatly outstanding. There's a great uh, two kick out from the powerplex, which I, I can't remember if it was on here or on the Patreon, but the mailbag, my favorite tag finisher. I thought they were fantastic doing it. FTR recreating um, an all timer. The it's just this. 
a tale as old as time. Like FTR know how to take on one thing. You can go back to their authors of pain matches. They're just awesome when you give them a like they're snipers take on this guy do this thing they just know how to execute a clear vision really well inside the ropes and i thought that that's what they did tonight uh i was not surprised to see swerve and glory did pick up the win setting up the trios or sorry the trios match the rubber match with the acclaimed we'll get that probably at full gear i don't know if that ended up getting announced on the show but presumably that's what's going to happen but outstanding match it was the cash couldn't come in and break up the pin because he was held in a headlock at ringside by the gun club as i said on last week's show i think this will set up ftr and gun club at the next ring of honor pay-per-view uh just a flatly outstanding tv match to me an absolute blast yeah awesome the simple thing if this is number one contenders match uh add, added to it and uh, i think we talked last week you asked keeper kick uh on who should win that match and i'm happy to be on the right side of history yeah it's uh tremendously exciting stuff Bobby Burritos, of course, the great Exploder underscore CCTs. FTR's this godlike ability to get the crowd to believe two default, three false finishes per match a row. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, uh, I mean, it is a godlike ability, but it's also because they do famous tag finishers. Uh, lately, we expect assist pile drivers and power plexes to be finishes because these are tag finishers that they're going through. Things that were or, or doomsday devices, heart attacks. Like the, these are within these guys' movesets as kickout spots. Uh, they're very good at it skill-wise as well, but they are also just doing moves that are uh, traditionally not kickout spots. Yeah. They're awesome they're great. Stuff. They're they're great. They're just great at building tag team wrestling matches. That's what they do. And now, Zoobs, for our first of three keep it or kick it's tonight, we're gonna continue in the vein, the one that you just brought up. We're gonna take the natural step from there. Of course, keep it or kick it the part of the show where I give a prompt from the wrestling world. And you, the Zoobs, and you, the Brainiacs in the chat, must go over to the emotes bar and tell me if you want to keep that item, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you kick that item, which means you hate it, you despise it, you never want to see it again. Thank you, good friend Jake, for putting the emotes bar in there. Zoobs, are you ready? Do you understand the rules of keep it or kick it? Let's go. You can probably see this one from a mile away, Zoobs. We have set up the third match in the one-in-one acclaimed <laughs> and swerved our glory series. But keep or kick this statement, Zoobs. Swerve in our glory should beat the acclaimed to regain the AW tag team titles. Maddie, hit the music. What are the people saying to i think you were leaning we're leaning early we're leaning keep um i'll run through it with uh a person by person i'll let a few more trickle in here trickle in trickle in trickle in trickle in come on in we're ready to keep a kick trickle in little answers uh good friend jake danny derosha stone cold et kev cell seventh defensive and stake buns all keeping that six straight keeps and a kick from everyone to break it up then back to back keep and kick from qui-gon Jin and cadenza keep and kick from hey my name is will and dennis dirty work then it's another run four straight keeps from irish mac no clue what this is hits rowan corvax 1266 kicks from bobby burritos and captain twigs and two last keeps from ashton kutcher and trilly mcginnis i am calling that 70 30 in favor of the keeperu and you can add me to the chorus Wow, where'd you get that sign, Zeus? I, I, I brought these. This is these are from the uh, these are from the show, live show. 
I know. I was just giving the opportunity oh. to say it. They're a Toronto wrestling brand live show. And then you, could there. Said, you could have looked at me and gone, bitch. <laughs> no. Well, no. yeah, we wouldn't really speak cross to each other, I don't think. It doesn't work. This, the, people don't want us to have that, like, they want us to have banter. They don't want us to have, like, joke heat with each other, I don't think. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not a break balls to connect guy. Yeah, there's no need. The, the meanest thing I'd say about the Zoobs is uh, uh, you're you're so tall and gorgeous and, and competent. It makes me jealous. And you know me. I think my, my instinct in those situations is to just be the shutdown guy. And we're just like, all right. And then I'm just yeah. sort of like, it, it, not, only am, not only am I not busting balls back, it's like, I'm not going to do anything back to you. And I, yeah. <laughs> we can just yeah. <laughs> sit in awkward silence build the show in. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm keep on that. I think um, they've just been so good and they've just been so red hot. And I think it only adds to them if if they're bossed up with like all right we're serious up this time this daddy ass shit is like it's it's been cute and great and i think you i, I almost feel like the acclaimed it's better off um it is it, it hard to nail the perfect timing you, i'd rather be early than too late with uh with this i'd rather i'd rather get it, get it off them a week too early than a week too late man i would be going with swerving our glory here Mm-hmm. I would I would be going with them. Uh, I think that there is a lot of upside, not only for a, a top-end heel presence on the show, uh, but just on top of that, I think these guys have a more dialed-in act. I think people constantly think they're breaking up because of the miscommunication spots that they kind of have dialed in at this point. It's like, oh, they keep teasing it. It's like, it's just part of their tag team. Like, they are not... FTR is the well-oiled machine tag team. Swerve in Our Glory is not. Swerve in Our Glory are two guys who, like, kind of get along but keith is such a monster and swerve is so willing to go the extra mile that together they're able to beat more fluid tag teams and i'm just a yeah. massive fan they're uh i think you nailed it there it's not, it's not that they're well well the machines that they they complement each other well they're great athletes and they're uh it, it works keith lee love keith lee right now Whew. Renee Paquette, back. yeah, one of the people we talk about, you know, people come over and we see the ceiling for them. Well, Malachi Black, Andrade, what, what's going on with these guys? Keith Lee is somebody that has maybe taken a little while to get there, but I think it's warming up to somewhere that we could actually see him hit that initial ceiling that the the signing initially felt like it might uh, present. Yeah, and Quaglund and Juice, I think a great point here as well. I think long term, if you if the eventual build is to FTR again, uh, you want that to be swear in our glory over over the acclaimed. I think that's that, true. You, you want to go from you want to build the classic thing that FTR does, right? Is they have sort of a, a a funky, fucky regular match to get you an appetite and go. These two teams work well together, and then build like they're gonna go half an hour on a pay per view and it's gonna blow your mind. I think I think that is if that's the fireworks factory. I think you you as you said you are going pedal of the metal right now with Swerve and Keith. Have them be taken down, Lucia Brothers. Have them be taken down. Uh, anybody that gets in the way right now until they get to FTR again. Yeah, it's funny, Zooms. This isn't to call you out, but it is funny how few like active tag teams it feels like AEW has now. Like as you go to be like, okay, and these opponents down the road, the yeah. exit of Red Dragon, Young Bucks, and Jurassic Express has like made and I Lucha said, Brothers. I almost said Young Bucks right there. Yeah, I yeah, almost no, said but, like bring the Young Bucks back and have them lose to Sword of My Glory too. But dude, those we'll were your straight up your four most relevant tag teams. Your top five would be FTR, and four of them are gone from the division. Yeah, I was gonna. Right. I almost said Gun Club when I was talking about teams that run through. That sort of well, has dude, to be. That's, yeah, the, you're you're not wrong in saying that. Who else? They're fourth. Literally, right? they're, who else is there? They're fourth. Yeah, crazy. I can't think of them. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody else has a better answer, but I do not. 
maybe over there on the YouTube chat. They've got uh, they've got the answer for for what would be the next tag team. Renee Paquette backstage with Soraya, and before she can really get going, they sort of have a moment where they let it be known they're friends and they like each other and they're sort of acknowledging the past, which is cool. But then Britt steps in, and her and Soraya are sort of going back and forth. No one can hear anything, and I love this suits. Renee Paquette says, "Cut this out. We can't understand you. You can't be interrupting. If we're gonna do this." We're going to do it right. Next week, we'll have a sit down and I will conduct uh, this. I hope that this is just like a sign of a change to come that we won't have these never ending interrupt spots um, in AEW, or at least that they'll use different announcers. If Renee is the serious backstage person where this doesn't happen, that, that's actually kind of a cool uh, gimmick to have. Yeah, I think it's nice to have that la- that law laid down as well. Sort of like, I'm, you know, I'm this is, I'm not Marvez, I'm not Tony Schiavone. You're not just going to walk in here and walk all over me even though mjf sort of yeah well i'm you know no it's true they do treat them like shit uh i think i think there's that's, that's an important distinction to make and, and you you add credibility and you add impact as well when when she does get disrespected later on with uh not even disrespected but like even mjf treated with reverence uh, sort of like you, she gets treated differently i think it, it makes sense i'm so glad you said his name because he's up next here zeus yeah mjf does treat her with reverence and is rude to her, which is sort of the entire core of this next MJF segment. Of course, Renee Paquette is live out on stage, and MJF comes out to greet her. He asks Renee about Mox's match. Uh, he does an impression of Mox, which I thought was quite good. He swaggered around the stage, like, and I'm going to bleed because I'm John freaking Moxley. I, that is, I thought this was pretty good. Uh he does this whole and, and zooms maybe you'll be able to describe it after when i throw to you better than me but his his act here is like it's heelish but it's very like ah we all know right like nah you guys suck but you love me and so you know we're me saying that you suck i'm just doing the thing like we're all in on this together we're all pals uh i forget where they were tonight but and it's just so first of all i think the world of him do you mind if i go kind of long on this here zoos at the gate let me quickly sneak in uh mjf saying piss big thumbs up massive mjf did say piss tonight he said gargle your piss is what his exact words yeah i need a mox impression no less <laughs> i mean it takes a special kind ha- has mox ever gargled a man's piss not for me to know you know would you ask him though if you met him me personally no i would not do i have somebody somewhere asked him absolutely you would listen to the answer for sure yeah i'm only because i'm like i'm guessing i'm only getting one chance in my life to talk to to mox and 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 maybe maybe 90 seconds of time i wouldn't try to fit in the gargling piss (laughs) into that well i'm in his shoes you assume yeah um and so mjf was walking a pretty magnificent tightrope tonight i thought like I think what he did tonight is really hard to do uh, where he is ostensibly the heel against Mox, the top heel on the show in your main event against Mox at full gear. But the firm beat down is coming later on in the night. And I think he sort of wants to plant some seeds of likability here. Didn't talk anything about the chip tonight. Didn't even have it out with him. Uh, but let's be clear. I'm not going to wrestle clean clean-ish which i think might have been a an outright call back to chael sonnen when uh, he returned from his steroid suspension and area hell asked him uh so now are, are you clean he's like 
Uh, pretty much. <laughs> Such a legendarily good answer. But it does make it clear, Zooms, that he's not going to use his AW diamond ring to cheat in this match. Now, again, base I can think of very few pro wrestlers who could navigate this. It's like, oh, I'm going to cheat to an extent, not the weapon you normally know before, which is a babyface thing to do. And you're going to cheer me, even though I'm against Mox. It's like very, uh, and, he, and he's just navigating the waters like an absolute pro. It's very impressive to watch. Uh, I, I, you know, there were some real Cody believers on our channel and people who thought maybe we were just hard on him and the, the back and forth could be silly. Uh, but I think we can see that it's hard to do and that MJF is good at it in a way that not every wrestler is. He has, uh, listen, he's, he is fully aware, I think, that since the punk thing, the thing we talked about earlier in this show, that feeling has been over the show. He knows he's the best thing on the show. That's right. That is how it and, feels. And uh, as you rightfully gave a lot of credit for how he tiptoed the line, it's all—it's not always easy to be in that situation. That's that, that gets a lot of pressure. It can be very hard. He seems so ready for it. He seems like totally. this is a, he's been waiting for this moment his whole life and always knew it. And another thing is like he always knew he would get here. He, he knew it would happen. He knew he would be and it is happening in real time and he's ready for it. Um, it's great. I think he's I think. When you talk about, uh, you know, what does AEW have and how can you describe what they have that nobody else has right now? What they have that nobody else has right now is, a is MJF. Like, there's just there's no MJF anywhere else in the world. There's You can get good wrestling matches in a lot of places. You can get good promos in some places. There's no MJFs out there uh, that I know of, and I think you'd know of them if they were out there. Um, I'm really impressed, and I, I'm with you. I, I sort of saw this as like, oh, boy. This is a this is a ticket the ticking clock as to like how long he and I think he's already the most over guy on the show probably right now but how long until he's the like yeah. champion center points of the show like not long I would guess a month if we're guessing how long that's going to be until we're there when's full year yeah yeah uh, and 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 earned and well earned hasn't really missed the only time he's missed is when he's been in there with like the worst talkers in the world and as you said the only complaint is like he hasn't been able to elevate these awful promos uh when he's in there with anybody of any repute he hits grand slams and uh he's the best thing on the show i don't know i don't know how else to put it yeah thank god he's here uh bobby burrito saying cm punk's gonna come out at full gear with a sling on putting the ring down on the apron like wardlow did for him uh i think that he's gonna right. use brass knuckles uh yeah. maybe even given to him by william regal that's that's what that was that's what i that's where i went to when, when i mean you <laughs> I should have just said it. I was like, wow, nobody's the obvious thing. Only Ashton Kutcher was like, that's exactly. Yeah, it to me, so it does. To me, it does reek of uh, of Regal with the brass knucks. That seems to be that would be pretty delicious. I think that'd be a pretty delicious way to end it. Stokely's out uh, and he's like sort of confirming that MJF doesn't want the firm to attack Mox and MJF shoves uh, Stoke. I'll fire you if you touch him. Uh, this is, uh, don't, don't you dare. You don't realize how replaceable you are. It's like, wow, we're already threatening firm breakups? But uh, I didn't know what was coming at the show yet. Up next, War Joe against the Kingdom. Uh, a promo package. So I don't want to just bury the Kingdom here. I, I said what I have to say. I'm not that interested in them. Is any more draw for you on them? Even less than you somehow. Wow. I believe that. Yeah. That is crushing. That is just you think that's what I want, man. I I've talked about it before. It's just not what I want ROH to be. If that's what ROH is, I'm very disappointed. 
ROH was Jay Lethal and the Kingdom. I'm going to go back to what I was doing when ROH was Jay Lethal and the Kingdom, which is not watching it. I mean, it really just sort of is that simple. That said, I could not overstate how interested I am in Samoa Joe. In the absence of CM Punk, Kenny Omega, like Eddie Kingston and something meaty, these glimpses of Samoa Joe are like oxygen to me. I'm like, can we <laughs> tag in with Wardlow against the kingdom? Like, it couldn't be. He might as well be in the fucking trios division for how interested I am in this exact situation. Can we please give Samoa Joe something? Please, please. He's the ring of honor TV I'm, champion. I think I'm getting the picture of of what year of your life is is my 2015. Where it's like that. There's that one year that I'm just constantly like. 2015 was it. My whole life clicked into place and everything since 2015 has been like this. I'm trying to recreate 2015 at all the time. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, your mind is 2002. Yikes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Like, what? I, like, I don't know what year it is, but it's it starts. There's two, two zeros in the middle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two eggs like a shotgun to my future at the center of that year, unfortunately. Uh, an assault up here next is uh, Brian Danielson at a personal issue with Sammy Guevara, I presume. Uh, I'm teasing, but I did think this was a very nice stiff match here. One of my favorite Sammy Guevara TV matches in some time. As Brian Danielson really brought the heat. If you had to explain what made Brian Danielson good, I'm not saying this is his best match, obviously. But I think this match would actually be a really good example of what was a Brian Danielson wrestling match like. Uh, especially against somebody who's a little bit athletic or high-flying inclined. Uh, I had a great time watching this match. Got really into it. Yeah, uh, a nice, a nice job of playing into what we know and what we think we know of the like. Everybody hates him because Sammy Guevara. We would all love to see him get smacked around. They played into that. And they're like, all right, we'll smack him around. We'll give him a guy. We'll give him a guy you like hitting him really hard. Um, I guess you could say good for him for taking the brunt of it. Yeah, and he definitely did. It felt like largely like one way traffic in some ways at uh, points in this match. I, I maybe other people it's like oh it's such a nothing thing but to me i'm not joking one of my spots of the year was in this match holy my spots of the year was holy. in this match holy and it is when brian danielson is proving that he is so unafraid of uh sammy Guevara striking that sammy's forearming him and then Brian drops his hands and starts headbutting Sammy's forearms. And Sammy's like selling back to the corner, even though he's on offense. Brian's like, fuck you, fuck your arm. I'm coming for you. I'm here. I thought this was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. Headbutt his arm almost sounds like a joke. It's like, oh, yeah, you should see. Oh, his hands all ruined for bunching me so much. Uh, but Brian took this to heart. I thought it was a very, very cool moment in this match. Uh, and I, I was just very easy to get to behind the whole thing. It finishes as Brian likes to do with the multiple finish can be anything. He transitions from the label lock, does the bonsai but or not the bonsai knee anymore. Sorry, the, the flying knee and uh, Busai Kuni. That's right. Busai. Thank you. Busai Kuni. Thank you. Zooms. That's right. You see, people go, uh, people are always saying Matt's the guy who knows all the wrestling stuff on the yeah, channel. Yeah, Matt's the hardcore, the corrector, the, the stats guy in the back. The truth is, it's Zooms. Like, for example, just watch this. Matt, name a wrestler. The Hunk. The Incredible Hunk. The yep, Incredible Hunk? Big, yep. That's that how in the Indies uh, Matty is. He and most people are going to say, I don't even know who that is. And it's like, that's the whole point, Matt. That's a, it really is the whole point. <laughs> uh, listen, I thought uh, it's sort of in tandem. Maybe this is the reason that the first thing popped into my head is this second thing. 
I almost got a little bit of the like, did BCC lose its way a little bit in letting in Claudio and and Yuta? Like this is this was this is supposed to be the BCC, right? Your the, the, the viciousness, and I know that they're sort of like Yuta had a streak for it a little bit. When I think back to like the the again the the arm trap thing, and I look at I look at how much Mox has expanded his game and how vicious Brian could be. I was like, I don't know that Claudio actually does sort of measure up to that i think he's sort of like he's a he's a specimen and he's an incredible athlete i don't think viciousness i think his is like a, it's like a, a really refined strength and endurance you know what i mean where it's like totally. it does maybe i mean it does cause some dissonance and maybe it is better that they that they i don't want to say go their separate ways but like get back to refining what this one remember how hype we were for that opening tag run we're like oh my god these guys can be yes. a tag champs um I feel like BCC's lost its way a little bit, and I sort of a refresher for me here. Like this is what it's supposed to be in this in this group, and I thought a, a nice addition of the um, statement earlier in the night that he was going to use this as a uh, as a like release of the tension of the group, and like this is what we're supposed to be doing, kicking the shit out of guys like Sammy Gravara. This is the whole point of this. We have these guys who are dinking around, drag them out into deep water one by one, and beat them out, like kick the shit out of them, like. I think that's supposed to be uh, stylistically and spiritually like what we're behind with this group. I really love that. Yeah, totally agree. And in, in some ways, though, isn't Brian, hasn't Brian rather, always been the one that is the most natural as a BCC member? Like the spirit of BCC is the Brian Danielson style, certainly more than it's the Mox or Claudio styles of wrestling, I would say, because Wheeler might even fit it the, the second most fitting um but yeah i think that's worth pointing out yeah yeah after culture btc is supposed to be mox and brian taking some young guys with promise and turning them into killers yeah or just being killers themselves right i really would like a promo on tv like mox gave at the press conference after i think it was whatever claudio came out double or nothing maybe uh when he talks about how he loves claudio as like a trainer for these kids he's like my body's gonna break down but claudio he's like he could be teaching these guys how to lift when, or when he's 80 like he he is the the workhorse of the weight room it, i think it'd be really because as soon as mock said that and what brian brings to it and regal brings to it in terms of coaches it, i still think that's been the most effective thing about the bcc that i've learned and it wasn't even on the television but to me i'm so heartened by all these things and then when you talk about just the television you're totally right zooms it is uh, not quite a parallel to presentation, or at least that side of what makes Claudio fit into BCC hasn't been explained at all on the television. Yeah, and I guess they did it a little bit. They did it a little bit, uh, as you mentioned, Regal during the tag match, sort of putting over that he's the, the, their sort of trainer and disciple as, as a team. I think we could get back to that, but they've sort of, again, the, the situation's been very murky, and and Mox in the title scene as a singles guy is sort of, um, I think, probably derailed what they originally had planned as a bigger picture for the group as a whole. That's totally true. And again, you talk about this sort of uh, empty feeling AW tag division. Mox and Brian, for as far as we know, are going to be a part of that as well. So true. just crazy to consider. Uh, second of three, keep it or kick it tonight, Zoobs. This one, it's been teased over the last couple of weeks via the Daniel Garcia feud. But the Zoobs and the Brainiacs, what do you think about this? Within the next four months, Brian Danielson should be the first person to leave the Blackpool Combat Club. Keep it 
Sorry, seems I was shooting the 50 cal. <laughs> Boy, are my arms tired. Uh, oh no, I missed. I I I screwed up. I, ref I refreshed the chat and missed a bunch of it. You might have to. You might have to. You might have to uh, uh, publish through these. I I I screwed up. I was no problem, uh, Zoods. Uh, we got good friend Jake kicking it. Dennis Dirty Work with a keep. Stone Cold ET with a kick. Dennis or Ashton Kutcher with a kick. Sever one with a kick. Bobby Burritos with a kick. Dennis Dirty Work, the lone keep there. Think of Ryan Anderson should leave the Blackpool Combat Club. But what say you, the Zoods? I think kick as well. Uh, the kick, that's a kick for me. I think uh, I think he's the guy that you know, as you said, sort of exemplifies it and, and makes sense with uh, the back the Blackpool Combat Club, and it sort of is they're built in his image more than anybody else as an ethos. Um, I think maybe you have. Um, it seems like we one of Yuta or uh, even Mox sort of like being like, this isn't working for me anymore. I need to, I need to I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to recuperate from getting screwed at the at the chat the pay-per-view by mjf or turned on by regal however this all goes down at this next pay-per-view i'm gonna guess that he's storming on we all you know we he, he dropped the i'm going on vacation thing but you know storming off or or nursing injuries or is rudely dispatched i think we're heading to um maybe mocks making his exit from this group before before danielson i think i think it's more likely to me uh that brian kicks somebody out than leaves himself PCC doesn't feel forever like it once did right now to me. That's I don't sure. know quite why. Uh, well, I, I guess it's the seeds they've been planting for that exact direction on the television. Oh, I don't know why. Yeah, this is like a Dave Meltzer prediction. It's like, yeah, here, here, rumors backstage that uh, uh, BCC might be uh, turmoil. They might be breaking up soon. So, yeah, that's what I'm hearing from on television, too. I shouldn't dump on Dave Meltzer. I appreciate him so much more than basically everybody else in the wrestling media. Of all people, I... the teased big money melts but those predictions I, what are we talking about yeah no i know i think i think melts is endlessly hilarious so i'm right there with you uh, claudio is tall would be a more accurate thing than, than most anyway um <laughs> several ones saying i think bcc is going to be basically yuda and claudio and roh and mox and brian just being loosely affiliated later on yeah could be could, could be. be um yeah i just sort of feel like the the if you go back to the beginning of bcc sort of the idea and ethos was like brian's going to do this anyway right Mox can get on board and be a part of it if he wants to, but this is what Brian Danielson's doing. He's going to assemble a group of killers, and if you're not with it, hit the bricks. And I am with it, for the record. I will not be hitting the bricks. I will be respecting the Blackpool Combat Club as long as John Moxley is there. Yeah. Renee Paquette is backstage. Keep looking at what she's on the show, Zoops. Uh, they call that the Zoops are up, though. That is true. You should have seen in Toronto how over Renee Paquette was. You you all wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Work on the suits. <laughs> yeah. You were pretty over yourself in Toronto, so. Not true. Not not like you or Renee or, or, or Blake or any of the real A-tiers. Well, you can't you can't keep I was like a Blake. real heads guy, you know, like four people who were like You can't keep bringing you can't keep bringing Blake in as the comparison. You, you know, a superstar. Yeah. I agree with you. But so is these zoops. That's one man's opinion. Uh, yes, uh, in terms of total people who have that opinion, <laughs> one, one man. <laughs> no, I thought I you, Matty, agrees with me. I don't know that he does. Yes, thank you, Matt. Look at that two men's opinion at a damn minimum, and I know that's not the case. 
more and more people are praising me zoobs uh renee's here with ray <laughs> renee with ray phoenix good golly renee phoenix uh and also <laughs> with alex abrahantes uh i love that alex was polite to renee for like baby face cheers after mjf was tour. he's like great to see you here renee sorry to interrupt you like i just here's what he was saying uh just like like really nice guy translator i thought that was cool but christian and luchasaurus interrupt wait a second alex this guy wants a shot at the all-atlantic title did you not hear us last week we want a shot at anyone who has gold i like christian's delivery here a lot uh this doesn't make any sense it, it's like oh anyone with the title we want you and someone else challenges Orange Cassidy. Like, I got dibs. I said anyone with the goal. Well, it's like, well, you didn't say anything about Atlantic or Orange Cassidy specifically, Christian. Uh, and walking up to guys, walking up to guys who all have championship belts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime anyone's challenging for a championship belt, <laughs> in walks Christian Luchasaurus, just admonish that this could even happen. It's like, did you do not watch the program? <laughs> yeah, this is me looking for your last IQ point. I, I said Luchasaurus wants all the goal hello uh, good stuff um luchasaurus looks great here i thought standing closer to the camera and just looking very menacing and gigantic and then oc walks in does sort of a fourth wall stare at the camera and he's like you guys talking about me and i, I and this is one of the more charming orange cassidy moments i can think of in a long time for me this totally played for me and i thought was uh you know, they always run into that headlong issue where it's, how, how do you have them promo? What do you have them do? I think this is a great way of doing it. And so we get a triple threat on the television next week of Orange Cassidy, Luchasaurus, and Ray Phoenix, the Atlantic title. To me, that's that's a, that's a hell of a, a scrap. It's a nice match. That's well put together. And you're putting, uh, I'm really invested and happy with the idea of a, like a, Orange Cassidy fun title run where he finds he finds ways to 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 get in and out of these things and finds ways to win and unique pins and traps and cleverness and guile um fun good matches I think uh I think he's earned it I think he's put the time in he's been a star for this company basically since he showed up at the in the very early going on um I think it's time let's, let's have a little Orange Cassidy runs, runs with the ball all winter why not I totally agree with that and it'll probably be at a certain level of overness the whole time Ashton Kutcher pointing out that Christian did say uh Luchasaurus beat Jungle Boy and Jungle Boy beat Phoenix so that's true Phoenix is also currently a trios champion so like it's that's right. it, it sort of goes both directions but that is worth calling out and it is true that Christian brought that up as the reason in the promo so I'm probably being too hard on it so good homework's there homework's there <laughs> I'll, I'll take what my teachers never said for me for 500 Alex yeah <laughs> this guy rio versus jamie hater here seems like i gotta say nice to see rio here i i like the theme music uh where were you as pumped to see her here a welcome presence on the television as i felt before we get into the match yeah we talked about this a little bit last week but i think uh the, the division has room for the the baby face that by the end of every single match you're like god damn she's good at this um i think what's what we need is is good matches and good matchups and one-on-one -on -one matches and Boy, were they ever not light on the boy? Jamie Hader can win a title one day. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, subtext, subtext. Um, great, I love to see it. Singles matches, like we're we're simples guys. I want singles and tag matches between tag teams and singles wrestlers. The only great one I'd put on TV amongst all the singles matches on Dynamite would be that five v five Dark Order match, and that's because it's elimination, which they don't they refuse to do too, which are awesome. 
Blood and Gut should be elimination. That's just, you heard it here first. Uh, like you said, Rio, very welcome. Last week we did talk about it, but I suppose I should just say in the wrestling, I was swiftly reminded early in the match, you're right, that as it built, it was like, oh, here's what she's offering and I'm into it. Uh, they, there were a couple like miscommunication or like weird spots in it, but on a whole, I thought this was a great match with Rio's just one of those people that offense looks insane on. The, yeah. the hater brain buster, the hater knee, like Rio just sells that they say like ragdoll physics or, or however you want to put it. She just sells things in such a way that makes it look dynamite. Uh, I found it very easy to get into this match and it made me just, it feels like the division is heading in a direction that I can get way more into than what's sort of been on the plate in months prior. Yeah, getting getting there with, with singles matches with people we want to see. It's I, I, I love that. I absolutely love it. I also totally bought either of these people as winners by the end. Yeah. I went into it being like, Jamie Hader's probably going to win this. And I was like, oh, maybe Rio. And again, that's you know how much that means to me in a match. If you can sort of sway my opinion on what I think and win me over to, oh, maybe this person could win, uh, it means a lot to me. And it means I was really biting on the match. And uh, yeah. I had a blast watching this one. Again, the, the wrestling on this show tonight I thought was really outstanding. Uh, between this match, the opener, and Danielson and uh, Gravara. I was I was really into the actual in-ring product on tonight's program. Yeah, a, a great show for, as, I, I agree, a great, a great show for in-ring product, a great show for, um, I, don't wanna, I don't wanna call it the hardcore because it's sort of this, the audience in general, but a great night for like sinking your teeth into some, some real great back and forth. Which again, you brought up at the top of the show, but just didn't exist not that long ago. Like yeah. just not a thing that exists on weekly wrestling television. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice putting it here really well, I think, about the women's division. Feels like there's depth in the, the women's division, and it's not just wait for these folks to get TV time to develop. And I agree with that. It feels like there's like meaningful matchups that I want to see. But let's mm -hmm. get some feuds going as well. Yes. Now we go backstage, and I don't know if Zoobs has a better read on this than me. I didn't understand what the fuck we were doing here with Eddie Kingston. Me um, either, man. Me either. As happy as, as happy as we both are to see him, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime you have Eddie on the program, it's going to pique my interest. How would you describe this promo, Zooms? He's, uh, I saw some people say broken Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt right here. This is this is your obviously depressed friend. Uh, you, you you did before the like, this is your, this is the beef between two friends that you wish you could just squash and get over with. This is your obviously depressed friend showing up to your house and and, and you're like, all right, man, you don't want to talk about what's wrong. We don't have to talk about it yet, but like something is wrong. <laughs> something's something's up, right? I don't know. Um, not what I love. I am going to hold the space as a big fan that this is all building to Eddie is not feeling himself and doesn't feel good. And um maybe he's falling back in back bad habits or something. I will give any give me any fucking direction for Eddie Kingston, please. We're begging for it. We're begging, we're begging. A good friend Jake here, I think, has been putting how I will hope this is going. Is it wasn't memorable, but hopefully sowing the seeds of something coming. Um, sure. Good yeah. friend Jake is is stating it more definitively than that. I'm going to put the words hope sprinkled in there. So I hope it's sowing the seeds for something that I hope is coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I would think if it was that, it would be pointed in a direction, would have brought somebody up. But maybe not. Maybe, like, we have to wait and see. Uh, but I can only review what we've got in front of us. And as for tonight played, I was like, what have we done to my boy? Which maybe yeah. is the takeaway you're supposed to have, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Leave me alone. Uh, yeah. Sort of half talking about mocks, doing well. Uh, hope I, I am holding on hope because I 
have huge space in my heart for Eddie Kingston. So holding out this I, him hit rating rock bottom only to rebound back yeah. higher than ever before. Maybe I'm, like I a... want very I want very happily to, to be looking back at this and being like, cool, this went somewhere awesome versus like whew, hope this is going somewhere. What about like a Emma to Emmalina uh program? Like so he, like he, he gets a makeover. A makeover. Trying to, that would actually be really interesting. A nice, I a think. nice makeover haircut. Like somebody some they pair him with somebody who's like an or, unorthodox pairing. Which is like you're so you could be so beautiful. And he could. He's got look at his eyebrows. The man the man's a yeah. he's, he's a beautiful Sportist man. Guy. That is a nice looking guy. Yeah, there's no getting around that. Yeah. Some people, some people I see started zooms in him share some features. Yeah. I started Love that as what... a joke and then I realized, oh, there's this has got some legs. Yeah. It does. The, the, they're saying the the charisma and broad shoulders that could carry anything. <laughs> yeah, you get you get us confused in the, from a certain angle. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now I thought we go to a backstage vignette out of Darby Allen. I thought this was probably the most interesting thing. I can think of Darby saying, and I don't even know how long. I was pretty into this. Uh, he directly addresses something. Why is Sting not being at AEW? Well, I told Sting that I'm not happy with where I'm at, and I sort of does it like he needs to get through it alone thing i maybe i actually need to grow outside of your shadow leave me alone we're all still cool but leave me alone uh we then cut to uh our pals in the back jay lethal sanjay dutton satnam and they reveal our, guy. <laughs> our guys our absolutely. guys yeah, they're our guys there they are they fellas yeah they're like, i can't feel like family at this point just in the living room they're we're always where i see them they're in the same spot <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're talking. Yeah, that's what they do. Sodman, yeah, okay, great. And uh, they reveal that one of Darby Allen's old friends has revealed his weakness. They double down on this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have a bit of insider information here. Okay. People are interested. Uh, but my, my friend Fergie is friends with uh, Darby Allen. So uh, maybe they went to Fergie and they were like, so maybe I'll text him and ask, do you know Darby Allen's weakness? Good chance. Yeah. He'll probably yeah. say what he'll probably, he'll probably literally just say this exactly. WTF bro, LOL. <laughs> no idea. No idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. If you have to get me interested in Jay Lethal versus uh Darby Allen on TV next week. This is a good way of doing it. I'm interested to see what the weakness yeah. and the friend reveal is. And we've been we've been here before, and this sort of the scene, the black and white film, the offsite location, the like um, darkness is is where Darby Allen promos are good and memorable, and not the him saying things. And then finally, the big fucking one himself, John Moxley, is here to defend his title against Pentagon. That was here to matter. Um. Yeah, this this is. I would say if you had to describe what Pentagon and Mox wrestling looked like, they did that tonight. It mm -hmm. was hard hitting. It was aggressive. Both guys ooze a natural cool that you cannot force, and so in that way, there's a very fun matchup. Uh, the post match angle is really what this is sort of about. Is they finish this match with six minutes left to go on dynamite, which is pretty novel for them. But before we talk about the post match angle, Zoobs, uh, did you enjoy this brawl between two guys that I think we're both pretty big fans of? Yeah, a nice display for me uh, of how well rounded and how deep uh, Mox has gotten as a wrestler, sort of how much he's added yeah. from where he was when he came into the company. There's something I do want to talk about, and I and I want to stay with me on this, right? Uh, that's, that'll be my my. 
don't jump to my first thing. Sort of like a, you know, because I uh, it, this grew, this had to grow on me versus how I first felt about it versus how I ended up feeling about it. Um, I didn't love, you know, there was um, I wasn't upset about it, but there was some consternation about like this sort of comes out of nowhere. It's sort of like why does Pentagon have a title shot on television? Uh, you know, off the top of your head, Josh. What was the last Pentagon uh, AEW match you can think of? He was tossed single. out of the Battle Royale a couple yeah. weeks ago. So his last two singles appearances were losing Battle Royals for title shots. And okay, then, like, I think he fought CM Punk in, like, May, right? Yeah, that however, however, they explain why he has a title shot. Okay. Uh, he just had he just made the news. He had this incredible match in a different company, mask versus mask, put made a name for himself somewhere. And the brass saw that and said, Hey, make a name for yourself anywhere in the wrestling world. That counts here. I like I want to I want to give them some due because I came into this being like, obviously on paper, it's cool to have mocks against Pentagon, but I'm trying to not be harsher, but like my expectations again, not, not that everything has to be uh, a huge storyline. There's, there's a place for just cool matchups, but I sort of get a little precious about the world title where it's mm -hmm. like these guys work, guys work so hard to get world title shots. It doesn't make any sense that a guy cannot be a singles wrestler for basically the entire year and then get a main event. You know, what did, why did MJF even bother getting the chip? Why does, you know what I mean? Why did anybody bother climbing the rankings? Why do we do about doing any of this stuff? But then they pay it off in the course of the show. They say, listen, man, he just had, he just, over the weekend, what was the best wrestling match? It was Pentagon. So I do, I dislike John Moxley defending his title against anybody right now. Because yes. the full gear main event is announced. Full gear is MJF versus John Moxley. Yeah. And so title defenses with a title on the horizon. And commentary does try to cover it. It's like, oh, I guess if Pentagon wins, it's, it's Pentagon versus MJF at full gear. It's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and the juice, like, I guess when, if I were to, and I agree with you, I think it's nice when they address those sort of things. But if I am to take umbrage with it, it's only that I would love to see an actual Penta and Mox match with a little build even. One week, give them an interaction, and then the next week they have the match. That would do a lot for me, even with the shadow looming of the full gear main event already being announced. Yeah. Or like, and you you go to this a lot, um, and rightfully so. Of like, you know, it, it does sort of. You're you're like, well, he's not gonna he's not gonna win, right? As good as the near falls may be, there's basically no chance uh, that you're able to get to ten out of ten on a great matchup where you could where you could be because you know the eh, maybe they maybe they you know even even with Hangman there was like a it was like a one percent there was like a one percent maybe Hangman pulls this off, right? It was very yeah. low. But there was a 1%. I didn't get any of that with Pentagon. Does not take away from a great main event. Um, that ending five minutes early, I was like, ooh, it's ended at 55. Oh, what have we know? Um, again, all, all that to say, loved it. Uh, did love it in terms of you, t you strip all that stuff away and give us just a match. Love that. And again, huge points for me for pointing out, like, he actually did earn this. Because, like, you, you, you know, the, the, the stupid nerdy point that I was going to make about like, oh, when's his last singles match? Well, his last singles match was in AAA at Triple Mania in the main event, and he won. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, like, good enough. That's, like, that's, one, right? yeah. that's their biggest event. Um. So I think that scores big points with me. And and if I'm going to be a stick in the mud about the one thing, I'm big enough to to admit like, 
you did you did it, you did it enough. I felt the same way about remember, remember Roosh had a title shot. Oh yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. why is Roosh? It's like, well, he won ten straight. I was like, oh, okay. There you go. That's all I need. That's all you need. That's all you need to justify it, even if it's not the best justification in the world. Some justification is all I asked for, and they provided it. So yeah, love the match. Love the matchup. Would love to see it again with uh, a little more 50-50. Would love to see it. Uh, would love to see it uh, juiced a little bit with a little bit of uh, these two could could have a snarl off these could these two could have a real fucking bad blood i think uh they're real matches yet to come right yeah i hope so and think so so yeah in terms of that like um i think we often think about dynamite in terms of the very beginning and the very end i think both times tonight those are those are two matches that that did pay off so we get to 9 55 eastern time and the match ends and uh you and i sitting here watching together it was, it was, ooh, let me get my notebook. Ooh, what have we ear? Uh, and Bobby Burrito's leading us right into it. Well, well we were, I was going to say wait this way anyway, but Bobby Burrito says poach match thing. Did either of us think the elite were on the way out with five minutes left in this show? I did. I uh, I did too. I didn't. Does, does I, think mean that I thought it was like the most likely thing? Or is he saying that I think there was a chance? Like I was definitely watching for it. I was like, there's lots of time left on the clock. I, I don't know if I thought, Oh, the this is the most likely spot for the elite to return. But I definitely thought it was in play for sure. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, oh, something. It's like something. Yeah, they're gonna try to pop something here. Obviously, I mean, obviously, it's easy to be like, oh, there's five minutes. Left. I thought something would happen. It's like great insights. Yeah. It was, but do you remember but I, it was just Mox taunting with the belt for five? I mean, minutes. it almost wild thing had... just plays. <laughs> oh yeah, that did happen. That did happen. Yeah. What? <laughs> was that a tag match? I can't remember. I can't we remember. Have... But... We did that have has that. happened. They were just like, yeah, yeah. Was it was it in Cincinnati where it, when he just ended up like walking through the crowd and we we're like, okie dokie. I can't remember. Um, a, yeah, that did happen though. It did happen. There's a chance. I would say I was like, I was like 60 40. That you know, I was like, I don't quite see the thing, but they did, they did the like heels keep rushing out and it keeps building and we keep having people well, come in to break the it up. Teaser thing earlier. Yeah. We had, we had just we had done just enough. Um, so yeah, I did have that thought, but uh, no, that is not what we got. We got a big ass beatdown. Josh, take us through it. Post match, John Moxley has beat Pentagon, but out comes the firm at first without Stokely Hathaway or MJF to beat down the world champion, even though MJF, you'll, you'll remember, Zoom's distinctly told them if you do this very action, you will be fired. Did not uh, mix words. Mox is getting beat down. Of course, the crowd hates this as Mox is our beloved hero. And then out walks maybe another beloved hero. Maxwell Jackswell Fraxman walks out and does like a tease. Gets the crowd very fired up that he might come and stop the firm. And then goes backstage. Firm beats them down again. Gets Mo- or beats him down again. Mox is on the outside. W. Morrissey especially. Like, Mox has given them everything. He's just not even putting up a fight. Ragdolling for them. And then out sprints MJF. Just full of piss and vinegar. Clears the ring. Screams you're fired. And then the firm beats down their hirer. Their benefactor, I suppose. MJF. Leaving laid out together in the ring, MJF and Mox, a uh, a downbeat to end the show, which sometimes I don't mind. You know, the movie with the sad ending. Sure. Um, really enjoyed this ending to tonight's Dynamite. Had some tension in the air. Yeah, very interesting. Um, because even coming into this episode, this episode, I was like, man, what do they really do with the 
with the firm. Like they, we were so excited for the debut, and then it was sort of like, then they weren't really involved, and then they were sort of neutered. I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't really seem like it's working the way that we had all hoped it would. Uh, add it to the pile of of like ideas that feel like they're nerfed already. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty neat. They're a rogue, a rogue faction that is like, you can't fire us, we'll just fuck you up. I think that's uh, that's got some stuff. And then MJF gets thrown through a table. We get William Morris looking like an action figure. I was like, yeah, that, it's that's got uh, it's something. It's not it's it's you know. But why is it? I don't know what to find well, why out. Why do we have babyface MJF right now? Heading He's... into is his main event with John Moxley at full gear. Well, because it seems like it's happening whether you like it or not. I think it's sort of. It's going to happen, so you may as well sort of do everything you you know the the could coming out and Moxley? you could you could you could or you could just you know you you could it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be that the damages of one night carry over to the whole thing. I don't know. It, it's it, it'll be an interesting an interesting play out. It was not what I expected, which is which is nice. It's nice to be surprised in that way. Agree with Ashton Kutcher and Stone Cold DT that Stoke looked really serious and it was a great look and it was cool that Ethan Page got to do the most offense. I agree with both of those until the end. Like it's all W Morrissey for the final camera shots. But yeah, you got an ego's edge and all sorts of things in here. Uh, how doomed is the firm without MJF? Well, they have Stoke. They I Stoke. hope not doomed. I hope it's a good, I hope there's yeah. a good act here. But in turning, if we have to turn MJF babyface, it doesn't help there. Uh, Certainly not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they they you feel like they need a ace or they need like a they need a, a centrifuge or a thing that they're pushing for, right? Could you could you make Lee Moriarty that guy in a hurry? I think it's they're probably going to use Morrissey, right? He sort of seems yeah. to be the, as you said, the guy at the end, the guy in the camera shots, the guy. Yeah, I guess even just Morrissey and Stoke as a two man act wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And that zooms. Was tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite wild? Yeah, it was a pretty wild time, I suppose. Great show, yeah, it was a great show. A great show, it flew by for me, which is always a, a good sign. Not that Dynamite ever drags, I mean, if Dynamite's dragging, I'm in the four zone, uh, yeah. but but tonight, especially, it was like, oh wow, 20 minutes to live, or, or oh, the main event's starting, holy smokes, already, always, yeah, a good sign. yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's the American dragging. House of or, or the House of Dragging, they did. Uh, they did uh, crossover. Dragging, Dragging what? Ball Z. <laughs> Is that anything? What, what's the what's the? Well, see, I was trying to do things that you know that are on the show already. That, that you know. Well, hang they on. did that. I wonder if the House of, counts here. Puff the, the House of Dragging. Dragging crossover. Uh, what what's that move Roshi Tanahashi does? The, the Dragging Screw. <laughs> <laughs> Does that play? He's sort of already been on the show. I'm sure it's about video. I count. I count. The American dragging. The American dragging. Folks.